You're listening to It Won't Turn Off here on EdinburghNow.com. The show will start right after this break. Stay tuned. You want to listen to our station, but you live under a rock or in a bog? Well, you can stream our station live at edinburghnow.com. WFSE, it's right there on the front page. Supporters of WFSE include John's Wildwood Pizzeria, featuring a selection of pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. John's is open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswildwoodpizza.com. Hi everyone, I'm Taylor Buffington, maybe better known to 88.9 listeners as DJ T-Buff. If you're looking for some great music, then tune into my show on Thursday night from 10pm to 11pm. On my talk breaks, I will inform you about what's happening on Edinburgh's campus, what's happening around town, and a little bit about what's going on in the world. So tune into my show on Thursday night at 10 to hear DJ T-Buff. All right, uh, welcome to another episode of It Won't Turn Off. Yes. Um, it is Friday, it is. finally. Uh, so, Britton, uh, I thought the first show went great. Um, I am so glad that it went I, well. I loved it. I thought it was, uh listened to it a couple times. We've got... I did, actually. I listened to yes, it like three times. <laughs> we're vain enough that we will listen to our own podcast Well, I wanted to make times. sure, I wanted to quality yeah, check, yeah. you know. That's, right. that's only Good reason. Stuff. Definitely. <laughs> Not but yeah, the feedback's been it. great. We have we went from two people liking yeah, our Facebook to like page to like sixty. Yeah, I think we're point. we're about to sixty. Which, thank you to now, all. So of you. that's awesome. Thank you all definitely for that. But enough of us uh, tooting our own horn. Toot toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we will be tooting our horn. Um, let's jump right into. Oh, we're, some ju- of we're our jumping news. right in. We're jumping right wanna, in. You want to jump right in? Is there? Wanna... I mean, I mean. Well, we have anything this whole you... intro thing. So, well, like, yeah, do we you? Can do that. Is there anything you? Um, any media you have consumed uh, that you wanted to discuss? Yeah, a, a little bit. This is something I guess we. I meant to talk about last week. So, last week. Last <laughs> last week. Goodness. <laughs> uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. It feels like forever ago. Um. No, uh, something that I've been playing a lot of, actually on a mobile platform on my phone, uh, and I have an Android phone, I have a Samsung Galaxy. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of Fallout Shelter. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> well, good. It's Yeah, it's it's <laughs> funny. It's, you know, if you like the Fallout series, it does pay a lot of homage yeah. to that. I yeah. mean, obviously it all is based in the same mm-hmm. franchise there, but it's fun. It's, it's so good. It's one of those like, just silly micromanaging yeah. kind of games you make your own which vault. Are the best kind of games. Yes, which like, are the I best. don't really need any other games. Right. When I have like City Builders and exactly. Tap Town. <laughs> Tap Town. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of weird for me because, you know, traditionally with games, you know, I try to avoid like iOS games and, you know, yeah. mobile games. You know, I'm I don't more of a, paying for them. I, I definitely don't. Yeah. The Ridiculous don't. Fishing. Ridiculous Gillis Fishing, five dollars on the Google Play Store. It's worth it. It's worth it. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Yeah. So I've been playing that, and then um, let me bring it up here for a second so I get the full title as well. I got, yeah. I got bombarded by advertisements for this game, and I yes, it's the Walking Dead Road to Survival. Yeah, I've seen a lot game. of advertisements. Yeah, for it, it just bombarded. I was bombarded by it on Facebook, and uh, I think several other places. So finally, I was like, okay, it's free. I'm gonna download it. Yeah see what it's like it's really cool because it's kind of a turn-based fighting game if you will um based on the walking dead series um of comics it's not based on the show it's based on the comic books i'm immediately more interested than yeah it's it's really cool so you know unfortunately (laughs) if you're more of a fan of the show you're not going to find daryl in this game or anything like I, that. Okay, that's the one thing <laughs> I like more about the show yes. is that Daryl exists. Yeah, and they've but. the um, writers of the comic book said they have no intention of adding him, from what I've heard. Which I, I it's strange. Obviously, Kirkman he's a fan should do player. it. Kirkman, but just dr- airlift Daryl. <laughs> he just into he the just story. drops into a story. <laughs> at one point. But it's really fun. It's based more on the comics. Um, it kind of picks up around about the time when you have the conflict uh, between the governor and mm-hmm. Rick's group. So that's kind of where it gets its start from. And it's kind of turn-based. Sometimes you're fighting zombies. Sometimes right. you're fighting uh, other survivors. You kind of make your own team. They can be a mix mm-hmm. of different people. It, it's neat. It's fun. I get a little addicted to it Well, yeah. as well. I mean, that's so. the point of 
yes, fun games to get addicted to them and play them endlessly. Like Tap Titans and me. We right. had a very intense, like, 72-hour love affair, and then, <laughs> and then I deleted it because it was bad for my health. But, um, exactly. So what, what about you, Brett? Um, anything mainly you're consuming right now? Um, a, well, a bunch of music, but that's not really the focus of our podcast. Right. But the Darwindy's new album, Double Down, is really good. Um, I played, just a subtle plug. Yeah, just a really subtle plug. Um, <laughs> that came out today, actually. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five continues to be... Continues to dominate your life. Yeah. Um, I only played for like twenty minutes yesterday, but that's, I completed that's cutting back. a mission. I have to say one thing too, not new by any means whatsoever, uh, that I continue to consume almost all the time is Sid Meier's Civilization Five. Yeah. It's so addicting. It's, it's really good. It's one of those games where you don't play like you might have an intention of like, yeah, I'll just move my civilization a little bit on no, like today. And then it's like hours seven later. hours. Yeah, yeah. It's seven hours later. <laughs> And you're like, oh crap! Um, I'm in the middle of a war with uh, India. Yeah, I have to play for like another four more hours. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, that's how that goes. That's yeah. how that's, Unfortunately, yeah. the sequel was not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I it mean, was, I, I've I, heard it's interesting. I wish it was almost connected to five. Yeah, you could start on Earth, and then once you research the rocket which would give yeah. you a scientific victory in by the way Civ five by the way uh <laughs> then you could go off and you know into space yeah. beyond earth Sid, civilization Sid, six beyond Earth. yeah More like that less. could be part of it but i i, really I think they liked... took away from it when they took away all the different civilizations yeah. you can be and broke it down to four four yeah it's variety well so, yeah one of my favorite Sid Meier games was Sid Meier's Pirates, which was on oh. every console in, like, 2006. I don't think I ever played um, Pirates. It's a goodie. Up. I had it on my PSP. Uh, you just sail around the West Indies and take <laughs> and over. Yeah. yeah. Arg. Love it. Um, but, yeah, other than Metal Gear Solid, not really anything. I want to, I mean... I Metal keep... Gear Solid's enough to keep your time yeah, no, it this whole is. time. But I keep, I keep meaning to get the Mega Man Legacy Collection that came out last week. Okay. Because um, I like Mega Man... Always have, always will. Mega Man, very solid until they, until the sixty four, uh, and sixty four one. Let's I like Mega Man Legends. Yeah, I do. I remember okay. renting it, um, multiple times, mm-hmm. but I never played the second one, which mm. I probably should. But the third one's never happening now. Right. So yeah. That, unfortunately, that's something that I think should definitely come back. Mega Man's such a great series, so yeah. fun. I mean. I I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't a resurgence right now, especially after. Well, there is. There's um the creator is working on Mighty Number no. Nine, which was supposed to come out this year, but got delayed okay. like seven times. And there's this whole Kickstarter fiasco that would be a whole podcast oh, if we yeah, want to talk sure. about that. <laughs> um, and then Red Ash was another Kickstarter by the same person mm-hmm. who is trying to make kind of like a spiritual successor to the Mega Man Legends games. Oh yeah, it kind of looked like hot garbage though. So. <laughs> like hot garbage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think especially after having Mega Man in Smash Bros, the latest Smash Bros game. Which I, I'm really glad. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah. I've wanted that for, I think that kind of sold me on the game. I mean, mm-hmm. not that you needed to sell Smash Bros to me because I'm a huge fan of the franchise. Yeah. I, you know, loved it ever since the 64. Um, Fun fact, but, that was the first game I got on Nintendo 64. Really? Yeah. That, I remember being a ki- as a kid, that was like one of the first games that I was really, I like anticipated. Because mm. you know when you're a kid, sometimes you just luck out and your parents are like, I don't know what this Legend of Zelda is, but sure, I'll buy it for him for Christmas. Then you play it as a kid, and you're like, this is great. I don't I don't know how I suddenly came into the possession of Ocarina of Time. Like, yeah. I was just given a Nintendo 64 with a bunch of games, <laughs> and I never bought any Nintendo 64 yeah. games afterwards. Yeah. But it was like, Pod Racer. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. But I I remember Smash Bros. I think the commercials and stuff for that. That was the yeah. first game that I remember as a child, being like, I need that game. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that was a game that one of the first games that I like harassed my parents about. <laughs> like, uh, please buy this for me. This I need this. Mine was probably Pokemon. I oh, think it was sure. Pokemon. Yeah, definitely. Because the game came out after the show it started, if I remember yeah, correctly. I think so. Because I got and the purple Game Boy Color and blue for Christmas when I was I had like, a green one. Well, mine was purple. Oh, no. Mine was solid atomic purple. Green or yellow? I don't remember. Yellow was all right. 
I think I either I might have had green and my sister might have had yellow. Okay. But yeah, it, that's anyway. important to know that <laughs> establish what color <laughs> Game Boy color you had. If you didn't have a Game Boy color as a child, you had a little bit of a sad childhood. And I'm sorry. Maybe. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. Anyway, now I, mean, I guess you could have what the Game Gear that was a thing. The Game Gear was a thing. The Game Gear, yeah, um, that was. And the Neo Geo Pocket. The Neo Geo Pocket. There yeah. you go. <laughs> so maybe more of a fan there. All right. Oh, the mm. Wonder Swan. That was a thing too. Oh. That was only in Japan though. So. I've heard the name. Yeah. Wonder. Wonder Swan. That's so beautiful. There's a Naruto name. game on there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So now we'll jump into we'll jump it after in. our random tyrant there. Yeah, that was really long. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. I liked it. Um, so, uh, Britton, you wanna you wanna dive right in? Yeah. The games there. Um, especially since you're hooked on uh, Metal Gear Solid. Hooked Phantom on Pain. a feeling. Um, so, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain um, came out last Tuesday, and there was this bug in which if you use the character Quiet on two missions, I think it's 29 and 42, your save would get corrupted, which yeah, is never fun. Never fun. Yeah. Um, the bug is now fixed as of earlier this week. It's just we didn't really yeah. have time to report it last episode. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's fixed, so now I have no fear of using Quiet in every mission. Because Quiet's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard that's a big problem because she's such a likable character. Yeah. And so a lot of people did want to bring her on those missions. Well, she's really useful, too. Yeah. Like, she can be, like, miles away and just snipe people off for you. And you're like, oh, yeah. thanks, Quiet. Like, I, I have to say, in general, I'm always a huge fan of sniper characters yeah. in games. Especially Metal Gear. Yeah. Like, every sniper character is cool. You got yeah, Sniper great. Wolf. You got Quiet. You got other snipers. <laughs> other snipers. Like the random snipers, you got you got right. the end. Mm-hmm. The end's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, even in like uh, a Mass Effect, like when uh, oh Garrus, yeah, Garrus started. I I think it's was it four two that he just randomly was like, yeah, I'm a sniper now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I don't think it's you really meet him, established. You meet him on Citadel as Archangel. Yeah, and then you're like, yo. And then Garrus is like, get out of the way. Like, I'm trying to snipe this. Yeah, that's sniper. when I was like, all right, uh, Garrus, I already liked you. You're already yeah. one of my, my favorite characters. But yeah. Ooh. So I guess huge fan of snipers in general. Yeah. In, uh, in Solid. So <laughs> in games. Games. Yes. Um, uh, all right. So yeah, that's about that's that's it for that. Yeah, basically. that was pretty much. <laughs> they fixed the bug, so now you can take bug quiet Yay. on those missions. So that's a good thing. All right, so moving on, Star Fox Zero, um, the new Star Fox game that's going to be out for the Wii U. Co-developed by Platinum Games. Co-developed yeah. by Platinum Games. By the way. Just BT dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been delayed. Um, I honestly am not a little surprised. I'm not really surprised with no, that. Not really. Um, I feel like Nintendo itself even, y- you know, just every once in a while is kind of like, oh, yeah, we're working on this, I think. Maybe. Maybe, potentially. Here's a photo yeah. of Miyamoto with uh, yeah. Star Fox that, that bothered me. I think it wasn't E3 this year, but the year the before Nintendo- that. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess it's during E3, but it's the Nintendo press conference. Yeah. The Direct. The Nintendo Directs. Yeah. yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm hoping you know, E3 is the big video game conference that happens every yeah. year. Um, um, I stay up for hours watching press conferences. <laughs> that that week for me is just like... You know, heart attack after heart attack. This year's, well, <laughs> yeah, this year's specifically, yeah, like killed me. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I ascended to like some other plane. <laughs> Britain became <laughs> a, a deity. Yeah, like there was so much. <laughs> yeah, so much. It happened. was. It was. It was. It was pretty <laughs> packed this year. Um, but anyway, um, they kind of had t- have teased this game for almost a couple of years. Yeah. Which is a typical Nintendo thing that they do during E um, E three during right. with their Nintendo Directs. Because like they don't have the full press conferences anymore. They just right. have the directs, which, which I, are twice I, a year. I, which I think is a huge mistake. Uh, th- I think there's something to be said about. Uh, I loved when Twilight Princess came out. Uh, well, was announced, and all it was was Miyamoto with just the like, yeah with the Wii controller. He just ran yeah. out on stage with the Hylian shield and yeah. the sword and the hat, and was just like Zelda's happening, and everyone went nuts. Like you don't yeah. have that now. Now you can even have the huge announcements. Like they could come out and be like, uh, "Yeah, we are 
bringing back. It's uh, that voice. It's that that voice that they use to dub all of the yeah. Nintendo Directs. It's like this year we're really hoping to bring Star Fox Zero to the yeah, Wii U. It, there's no there's no hype built no. off of it. It's like you, you can have something you know huge. I don't know. Maybe this would be huge for me. I don't know everybody else, but they could be like, this year we're bringing back Earthworm Jim. Wow. And then it's just like that's actually happening though. Are they? Yeah, they're I'm pretty sure there's Earthworm there's Jim? a new Earthworm. Not Nintendo. Probably not Nintendo. I think there is a new Earthworm. That'd be fun. Jim. Earthworm Jim was an awesome game. I think you're the only person who thinks that. Me? Yeah. I like Earthworm Jim. Just because he's goofy. It's fun. <laughs> uh, it's a worm that got a super suit mm-hmm. and has a ray gun. What else? And do his I name's need? Jim. And his name's Jim. That's yeah. what. That's for me. Sold. <laughs> I'm in. Um, but you know something like that that could get a lot of hype could be a really big thing. And now it's just like you're in a living room by yourself going, cool. Yeah. Like you, you don't have the crowd going like, oh, my God, that's insane. Or, you know, if they would come out with a really cool concept for the new Zelda game, the biggest reaction you're going to be is like a like button click. Also, now. Zelda was supposed to be this year, too. It was. It got delayed as well. It's 2016 now, which concerned me because they've also talked about uh, Nintendo's going to discuss its next console. Yeah, the NX. The NX. Which it's may be going back name, to um, cartridge-based yeah. stuff. Because there's, no, there's no disk drive in the patents that I saw. Interesting. Which is really confusing. Um, unless they're going to try and do, like, download only. Well, no, there like there is a cartridge slot. Oh. So, like, they might be going back to memory cards and, like... Interesting. Nintendo, like, you know the 3DS oh, yeah. cartridges? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that. Little, yeah. Like that for the, well, I wouldn't hate that, I guess. That would be yeah. something interesting. It'd be interesting. But anyway, they've, they've said that they're going to kind of talk more about it in 2016. Right. So that concerns me because if they've learned anything from the Wii U's launch, which was very poor, there was it barely was any poor, games. and then it got kind of better, and then, then kind of cooled off. It kind of <laughs> cooled off real quick, yeah. and now it's kind of like... Eh. It's yeah, but if they've learned anything from that, it would make sense to have the next Zelda game be a launch title. Yeah, but that bothers totally. me because I, I mean I I bought a Wii U because I knew there's going to be a Zelda game for mm-hmm. it. Like eventually. I don't regret getting a Wii no, U. No, I don't either. But because the games that are on there are pretty solid. Yeah, like on the whole. Yeah, but if but, they if they cut it off now, that's a really short life for a yeah. console, especially yeah. in the modern era. Like. Back in the day, yeah, maybe. But like PlayStation three is still kicking and it's been around for like nine years at this yeah. point. Or eight yeah. eight years. Something like that. I I think the last console generation they said is about like eight to nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Which but, is a long time. Yeah. But I think a decent amount of time. I mean, you got a lot of life out of a PS three and uh-huh. an Xbox three sixty and the Wii U. I mean the Wii, not the Regular Wii U. Wii. Uh yeah. So I don't know. That's concerning. We got off on a tangent there. But anyway, well. <laughs> There's a lot of game news anyway. Yeah, Star Fox uh, Zero delayed. Um, disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah. They said um, they're aiming to launch the game in the first quarter of 2016. So March. Yeah, March-ish. Um, yeah, I mean, I am looking forward to it. The gameplay, though, like, I'm glad, I guess, that they're taking this time because the gameplay kind of mm-hmm. looks a bit empty. Yeah, I'm my my concern for Star Fox Zero is that they're just going to make another Star Fox sixty four remake. Well, that's kind of what it looks like. Kind of, but for me, the like, yeah, you do have to mix it up some way. I don't know if you do air based missions and land based missions, or maybe yeah, they they're doing that. They have the yeah. walker um, or that was supposed to be in Star Fox two. If you want to go into more of Fox's team itself, and you know you have individual like almost first person shooter type levels. I don't think they do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. But the thing that concerns me about the game is it looks it, it looks like it's going to be so confusing because you have the third person view on your TV yeah, and then you have the first person view on your gamepad. Which is kind of how Splatoon functions if you've played that. I have not I have not played Splatoon. I know that's very popular yeah, uh, Splatoon. right now. I, for me, I, I avoided Splatoon because for me, my thought was it was Nintendo's way to have a well, I guess it's a third person shooter. They're so stylish. Yeah, the Squid I, I Kids know. are so stylish. <laughs> Inklings. Inklings. Uh, for me, it was just like, this is how we can have a shooter while still being family-friendly. Yeah. 
So that's why. I mean, it works. It's fine. I was like, okay. But um, any, I, for me, I feel like that would be difficult. Like if you have to see where you are in space on your TV mm-hmm. while also seeing, you know, what you're shooting at, and you aim with the gamepad, right? You yeah. move the gamepad yeah. to shoot. I'm like, and then there's so other I'm supposed to be watching the gamepad and my TV almost at the same. Yeah, point. there's other sections where it's just gamepad too. Yeah, um, when you're guiding like your little camera thing around. Mm. That was in the one trailer on the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. But anyway. Hopefully, it ends up being an okay game. Yeah. Um, next up, QA testers are warning that games may be broken this holiday season, according to MCV UK. Um, I don't know if any of you remember how last holiday season there was kind of oh, it was a like mess. a deluge of just broken games. Yep. Like the Master Chief Collection online didn't work, Drive yeah. Club just didn't function, and Assassin's Creed Unity broke. Assassin's Creed frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed Unity was almost like the poster child of like why you need to debug your games. Yeah. That season cuz they'd have like faces that didn't load. Yeah. You'd have all these funny screenshots that you'd get from a bunch of different people of like faceless people or just random bugs that were happening. Yeah. So <laughs> it was it was funny to watch, but um I'm very glad I yeah. did not purchase it. And I mean it's game. not like it's the QA um, people's fault either because like they find the bugs it's up to the developers right to fix right them. no yeah it's on the developers to yeah. get rid of them it <laughs> it it's so yeah. unique uh, the master chief collection too that was such a that big was really disappointing down. really disappointing. my thought on that too is in general is they should have i understand there are some people that are very strict when it comes to halo of like i want to play halo like, 3 multiplayer me. in the halo 3 engine me for me, I think they should have kind of wiped it. Not wiped it. Obviously, you use all the maps and stuff from all the games because that was the entire point of the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Um, but then you update the multiplayer to what they have. Which with. is what they did with the Anniversary Collection. Um, the remake, excuse me, of um, Halo 1. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they did. They yeah. put it in 4? No, was it 4 it was, or um, Reach's, Reach's Engine? Reach's Engine, yeah. Yeah. And that was it worked really yeah, well. Yeah, that was fine. That that's what I think they should have done is they should have either put it in Four's engine, which I know is very different from yeah, traditional Halo, yeah. or or put it to, you know, what they've done with two um, Halo Two Anniversary, which was part of Master, the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. That style of like that level of graphics, and made it universal because I thought it was very confusing that you're jump back and forth through all of it and half the time it didn't work and it didn't yeah. connect and yeah but it is now almost obscure the um universally speaking qa manager james cubit said that there has been some improvement from game creators this um recent time but not enough mm-hmm. to really fix everything by holiday season for a lot of the big titles that are coming out like halo 5 um and Let's see what else is coming out that is probably... Well, Assassin's Creed... Um, rogue... Not Rogue. Mm, uh, Syndicate. 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 Yep. And London. London. Yeah. yeah. With the sisters, Jack and Evie. I think mm. it's Jack. I hope it's Something Jack. Because like otherwise... I'm... I guarantee for that <laughs> game as well, as soon as I saw it, the first immediate thing I saw when I first saw the trailer, I was like, they're going to have some Jacob. kind of... It's Jacob and Evie Fry. That's, that wasn't my thought. <laughs> no, but that's what they are. That's oh, their names. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I remembered. Uh, my first thought was like, if they don't, they're going to do some kind of Jack the Ripper DLC. You know that. Yeah, they are. It was they already, already announced. announced. Yeah. See? I called it. I totally <laughs> called like it from the That's like the first the thing they announced. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I guess I should have kept watching. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe I did watch it. I thought it was my thought. <laughs> that was like the most boring part of yeah. E3, like the Ubisoft press conference was just, it was, uh, it was oh, it was boring. painful. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, hopefully games won't be broken. Yes, but I, I don't know. You see almost a lot more of that now. I feel like there's... It's more just get it out the door and fix it yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. Because um, there were issues, too, with um, Arkham Knight, right? Wasn't that, On there PC. Was, on PC, yeah, yeah. They had to completely take it off and mm-hmm. then like reimburse people. And, and then when it came... Yeah, the frame rate, right? That was the issue yeah, with the frame um, rate. All um, the promotional things that were um, sponsored by NVIDIA, they 
recorded it at a cap of 30 frames per second mm-hmm. and then just doubled the speed of the clip so Ooh. it looked like it was 60 frames per second yeah and people caught that and was like what are you doing right and then that was like kind of the the like point at which everything started going horribly wrong for the pc version of arkham Knight. yeah and then they had to end up taking it off yep. and they had to mess with all the bugs and now it's back on it yeah i, I haven't heard anyone like say anything about it yeah but. i mean i i have arkham knight for the x uh for the xbox one and it worked perfectly fine on there mm-hmm. but yeah that's rough anyway anyway next up karen from street fighter alpha 3 mm-hmm. and the other alpha games has been announced for Street Fighter Five at Tokyo Game Show. She looks there great. Um, her skirt has now evolved into pants. Um, her outfit's really cool. She has that laugh still, that like really obnoxious, like I'm better than you laugh. Yeah, I mean that's what you need in a fighting game. You yeah. need to like, if you're gonna be the person fighting her, you're like, all right, now I have a reason to be mad. <laughs> yeah, no, really, that's that's it actually. Yeah. Um, but she looks really cool. Um, it's basically all of her moves have kind of been refined and expanded upon because there's like mm-hmm. a time gap in between the games. So it right. really looks like the character has like grown up and evolved and stuff. That's smart. I um, like that. So yeah, that's cool. I'm excited for that. Um, Street Fighter Five continues to look really good. Um, the other new character, Rashid, looks cool too. I don't know if you've seen anything about him. Um, Probably vaguely. Probably yeah. in passing. I've seen a bunch of stuff about the... Uh, new street fighter he's game. like from the middle east and controls wind stuff he's oh really that's fast cool. and he's cool um but yeah street fighter 5 street fighter 5 buy it march whenever it's in <laughs> Mar- march march, it's in march. sometimes yeah it's in march Some, sometime in march yeah keep an eye out for that please there you go all right um britain you want to you want to tackle the shovel knight line maybe maybe i should maybe you um, should <laughs> shovel knight for those who don't know, is one awesome of game. the best games ever made. It's straight throwback yeah. to retro platformers. Specifically like, Mega Man. Yeah, very very Mega Man-like, that's true. Yeah, but you um, play a knight. But you play a knight, so it's like Mega Man in the past. With a shovel. With a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one of the boss characters, uh, Plague Knight, which mm-hmm. was a fan favorite, now has DLC where you can play as Plague nice. Knight. And that came nice. out yesterday, um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, if you have Shovel Knight, it's free. Um, if you don't have Shovel Knight, you should buy Shovel Knight and support yeah. Shovel, Shovel Knight awesome, games. So. Um, but yeah, there's that, and then I'm excited about that and the Persona Five TGS trailer that was yesterday. Um, Persona Five and the Persona series are like some of my mm. favorite things in the world. Yeah. Um, and it was supposed to come out this holiday season in both Japan. And America, uh, the North Americas, and um, it got pushed back to summer 2016, mm. which is kind of a long time. But the mm. trailer was really cool and made up for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> keep, the, keep the hype train yeah. rolling, right? Yeah, so it showed all the characters, um, their personas, and kind of gave a bit more information about what the story is. Like, they're all thieves. Okay. And there's someone who's, like, stealing souls, which... Well, if you're gonna steal something, you might you as well steal, steal a soul. soul. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the ultimate. <laughs> that's the ultimate theft. It's like, yeah, I could take exactly. your money. You're gonna get more money if I steal your soul. <laughs> Good luck finding another soul. <laughs> but bro, yeah, yeah, bro. bro, bro. I feel like bro would be an appropriate <laughs> thing to say after you steal somebody's soul. Probably Kanye or, or after Kanye would. <laughs> after your soul gets stolen, you're just like bro. Like, yeah, bro, my my soul. Please, I'll give that back. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, um, Persona 5 for <laughs> PS4 and PS3, summer 2016. 2016. Some, sometime in the summer. Yeah. All right, so Halo 5 Guardians. Uh-huh. Um, this is some disappointing news. For me about, specifically. For definitely for Britain. <laughs> I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, uh, the idea either. Britain and I were talking about this before we started. And uh, so Halo 5 Guardians multiplayer, it's going to use an REQ system. Which makes multiplayer dependent on almost, uh, it's like a card game yeah. type system. So if you've played, you know, um, sports games NHL, in the past, like um, NHL 15, 15 for yeah, sure they did it. It's like, you know, the ultimate team yeah. thing where you kind of get specific players through cards. 
it's which are really expensive. Like you can buy them with real money yeah. and microtransactions, or you can get them with in-game. Yeah, currency. you like earn it, yeah. and it takes forever to get a pack. And mm-hmm. anyway, it, it's gonna be like that, but for Halo. Um, yeah. So with that system, you would get different equipment, sometimes stronger weapons, whatever. But they're a one-time use. Yeah, like there are some that are going to be permanent, and then others that are just going to be one-time. So like yeah. weapons like the rocket launcher or whatever yeah. new explosive yeah, weapon uh, that yeah, they have coming into Halo Five yeah. um, can only be used like one time, like for one match. Right. And then you're you don't have it. Yeah. So I don't know if that means they're getting rid of weapon spawns on maps or I'm, if it's going to be in addition to I'm really to... hoping not. I hope if it's in addition to that's not bad, but I think yeah. there's something to Halo about oh, I know the sniper rifle is going to appear at the top of exactly. this tower. So there's always a fight to go get it. Yeah. You know, there's always a battle because well, to... that's such a big part of Halo and oh, I yeah. think more so than other or the um, competitive you know, shooters. Yeah, the energy sword is going to be down there. Yeah. Well, they're re- uh they're kind of redefining the energy weapons in five too. Uh, have you heard that that they're kind of doing like a couple different oh. um, energy weapons, or at least it was a concept at one point that they want to try to kind of not have just the energy sword. That but there's a couple things. In the that. energy sword's so good though. No, no, I mean they're gonna keep that. But oh yeah, be other it's stuff just in like addition. that's that's like the weapon. Yeah, like, that's the one that everyone fights over. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. Which, I found in 4, uh, they need to kind of buff either the long-range weapons in 4 or something. I found myself Shotgun not... was the only thing you ever had to use in Halo 4. Yeah. I, I found myself avoiding um, short-range weapons in Halo 4 at times just because I felt like I could never get close to anybody. Yeah. It was like, you know, if you use the battle rifle or, you know, something like that, you, you, were, you were picked off before you even got close to anybody. Yeah. Unless you were good at sneaking Though, up on people. I think part of that is because Halo 4's maps were kind of atrocious. Yeah, they in were. In my humble opinion. Yeah. There were some neat ones, but there definitely was some issues with that. But yeah. hopefully that's kind of fixed. Hopefully. With five, but. I'm, I'll find a way to play it. Right. Like, I'm still interested in the story, I guess. Because, like, I've been with Halo for a long time at this yeah. point. And I've read, like, a bunch of the novels. Yeah. Which, Which I thought surprisingly was surprisingly okay. Yeah, one thing that I found really weird about Halo 4 as well was it was like... You had to... It was like, oh, hey, you had to read this one random Halo book to yeah. understand what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, that's cool. But luckily, my roommate had read the book, and so yeah. we had both got 4 at the same time. And when I got to the part with that, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, like people did <laughs> not know who the Didact was. Yeah, unless the Didact you, Unless you read the, the Forerunner series yeah. of novels by Greg Did Bear. you know in the um, Master Chief um, collection. collection, some of the terminals, I think in 3, they updated it yeah, with, so that yeah. it's a conversation between the librarian and the didact, which yeah. I think is really cool. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, they're the main characters of the um, Forerunner series of right. books. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, moving on. Um, so, GameStop has uh, announced... Um, as well, that they are going to stop selling consoles with uh, digital bundles yeah. attached to them. Which is, I mean, I don't, I don't really quite understand why. Yeah, it's um, kind of a weird thing, but um, I always find it weird too. Is sometimes the when they do that with the digital bundle, it's like, oh, you get it, but the game doesn't come out for a week. Yeah, so, so you get like to pre-download it with a code. And yeah, then, you can just like look at it till it actually yeah, comes. Basically, out. yeah. But, but the quote um, from GameStop COO Tony Bartel is: "It is important to note that during the recent release of EA's Madden 16, we worked with our partners to offer a free physical game with the purchase of either a PS4 or Xbox One, and did not carry the Xbox One digital bundle." We expect that if a game is provided as a promotional item in a hardware bundle, GameStop will see more of these physical offers than digital pack-ins on upcoming third-party releases. Which I don't... GameStop, for, like, at least three years, were like, no, we're going to do digital. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we have, like, walls of download mm-hmm. codes now. And now that doesn't exist anymore because, I guess, people yeah. just aren't interested. Well, I, and I'm wondering if, too, it's because some of these games are so huge now. Yeah, that's true. That the downloads... Because for me, with my Xbox One, 
you know, there's a little bit of time where I was like just doing digital download, whatever, but it takes up so I would have like f- downloaded like two games and the other ones were just on disc. And it was like I was like over 50%. Gigabytes yeah. for, uh, so I ended up just undownloading them, and I'm like, forget it, because I want to have some memory left yeah. on my machine to actually play games. But it's crazy. So I, I guess I could see why it's happening, but I guess I mean, it's I, no I longer... I prefer having physical games. Me too. Always honestly, like, yeah. but I, I feel like people should have the option to yeah. get digital versions if that's what they want to do. Right. Because um, I know a lot of people with the new console generation have been trying to stick to digital only. Yeah. Well, and um, that was the original plan for some of the new generation consoles. Yeah, there was at yeah. one point um, the design of the Xbox One, there was no disk drive. It was going to be all digital download, and people kind of threw a fit, and that's why they added it in and yeah. changed it up. Um, so there you go. Well, but well, that was, was that was, was games. That was, that was a lot of game. That was news. a lot of game news. That was a whole mess of game news. A whole um, mess of game news. We're kind of going to transition now into. Is this a transition? Can my I insert, transition insert is a transition that, here? Yes, insert a transmission. All right. Ah, uh, technology! You can stream our station twenty-four hours a day from EdinburghNow.com. Just look for the logo that looks a lot like eighty-eight point nine WFSE. Interact on a galactic level on Wednesday nights from 9 to midnight listening to Alien Nation Undercover Radio. A mix of songs and bands reimagined as you have never heard before, crossing the boundary of space, time, style, genre, and locale. A special treat for all the freaks and geeks with the crazy cat host. Alien Nation Undercover Radio is a listening experience that is out of this world. Wednesday night, 9 to midnight on 88.9 FM, live stream on edinburghnow.com. Fighting Scots of Edinburgh, I know you're out there. The Edinburgh University Public Relations Student Society of America will host a media and law enforcement panel, a complicated and critical relationship, on Thursday, October 1st at 7 p.m. in room 107 Hay of Compton Hall. Lou Baxter, news director with WJET Fox 66 com, will moderate, and panelists will include Edinburgh University alumni who are law enforcement and media professionals. For more information, please contact Tony Paranel at 814-732-2441. Transition, a transition transmission um, <laughs> in here. We're going to talk about some TV. We didn't talk TV. about that last time. TV obviously Which, is a big medium that yeah. we uh, didn't touch upon last time, but a lot of stuff going on. Um, so, as in like three stories that we're gonna as talk in about. Three stories, a lot of stuff. I, I did want to bring up uh, something as well. Okay. On the subject of TV. Well, you, you're allowed to do that. I'm allowed to do that. You're allowed okay. to do that. I'm giving you. You're giving me permission yeah. to do that. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, we'll do that at the end. So okay. why don't you? Uh, why don't we? All right. I'm gonna. You're gonna. Yeah. yeah all right. You do um, your thing. Review the television program on Comedy Central with fake character Forrest McNeil is back. The first episode is about murder, magic eight balls, and procrastination. Nice. So review for those who don't know. The character mm-hmm. Forrest McNeil um, gets um, used, like messages and like, you should review blank. And then he's contractually obligated by the television show to review that product or that lifestyle mm-hmm. um which ended up getting him into ridiculous situations in the first season like he got divorced he got like a cocaine addiction like took a girl to prom <laughs> yeah typical you know stuff. the stuff that the you do dream. yeah um but i'm excited because i didn't know the second season was happening and then it kind of just occurred i'm like oh that's awesome well great so yeah all right it's comedy central comedy central wednesdays wednesdays <laughs> <laughs> uh so NBC has apparently greenlighted a um, greenlit. T- greenlit has <sighs> green greenlit has greenlit a um, TV show based off the movie franchise multimedia of t- experience multimedia extravaganza <laughs> of Taken. Yeah, uh, you know, with Liam Neeson and the whole you know you took. You took. They take his daughter, and then yeah. there was two more films that probably didn't. They really took. Need they to took his other family member, and then they took him, and then he he got <laughs> he himself taken. taken. But the show itself is a prequel to those movies. Yeah. 
So you know how he says he has a particular set of skills. Yeah, that he's acquired. He's, and blah, blah, blah. He will find you and he yeah. will kill you, all that. The show is going to kind of tackle where he got his particular set of skills, <laughs> that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, Taken high school. Take, <laughs> Taken high school. In high school, he's like, you took my lunch money. <laughs> I don't know where you are, <laughs> but I will find you. Oh, and I, I will so. beat you up because I can't kill you because I'm a high schooler. Yeah. Well, he could, but uh, he wouldn't have like. Well, he wouldn't be tried as an adult, uh, depending on how. Oh, old, maybe that's the twist. Yeah. Okay, we, we don't. We, we might have he's written probably, the show. We might have. We don't <laughs> think he's going to be in high school during the probably show. Not, no. But uh, in Brett and I's version, he's a high school student. I'm going to so make that. I'm going to get right on that. We're going to work on the spinoff. Um, taken high school. Take or taken high. Taken high. I like yeah. that. That's good. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> Megan Fox. Is going to play a new girl a on new the girl. television program. On new, new girl. girl, new girlception. Yeah, right here, right now, it happened. Um, she's going to be renting Zoe Deschanel character's room while she's doing something. I think it was like extended jury duty, which doesn't Fair really enough. make sense, but whatever. Um, she's a quote straight shooting pharmaceutical sales rep, and she's going to shake things up for the members of the new girl cast. So is she going to pretend to be a character from a popular franchise? And do it poorly? Is that how she's going to I hope so. <laughs> or I hope that she's actually, like, possessed by a demon and that's, like, Jennifer's body. It's going to be Jennifer's body. With a soundtrack of Panic at the Disco on New Girl. Yes. <laughs> I hope the Halloween episode will that reference would, Jennifer's body. That would be hilarious. I would I would personally fund that episode. <laughs> it's the only episode I think I would watch. If <laughs> yeah. <that happened>. uh, <laughs> so, yes, keep an eye on that. So the bit of TV news I wanted to talk about, I guess yeah. it's not really news. But oh, it's wait. No, yeah. I have another thing. Oh, okay. Um, you know those two characters that are on that show, Big Bang Theory, that people watch? Yes. Um, the, just two of those characters? Those two characters, the, the girl, Penny. Penny. And then the one guy that's... Um, not Sheldon, but is Leonard? the main character. Yeah, yeah. Leonard has the they're, glasses. Yeah, they're yeah. like getting married. Oh, yeah. Eight years have led up to oh, this, yeah. this it's moment. The, it's kind of the typical almost Ross and Rachel on again, off again, yeah. on again, off again type thing, and anyway, now they're going to get married. I just I know people that may be listening watch that show, and I felt like I should share that. There you go. So, yes, they probably they're, know they're getting married. They probably know because that was – that might have been a spoiler alert. Might have been. Oh. If you're – if you're trying to catch up, uh, I don't think it's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Uh, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay, if you're catching up on Hulu, at least, <laughs> and you haven't gotten that far, well, sorry, spoilers. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. But what I was going to say is, um, so AMC's, um, they did a spinoff that started um, a little bit ago, probably four weeks ago, I think yeah. now, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. So unlike The Walking Dead, that was is based loosely, loosely. I will say very loosely, on the comics. Yeah. Um, this is an original thing that they kind of came up with, and the it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, my my problem with it. So the the idea of the story is it's it's set in L.A., so it's you know different from where Rick's group is in Georgia, and now they're moving up more north. Beverly um, Hills. Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes. The fr- the Fresh Prince of the Walking Dead should happen. <laughs> I want Will Smith to be trying to experience. Um. The zombie apocalypse. But anyway, that's – once again, we're writing another show here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's, it takes place before the apocalypse has fully hit. You kind of see it start to take place yeah. on the show. Uh, Britton, what what are your thoughts on this show so far? It's only – this is, what, the fourth episode was out on so. Sunday? Yeah. Um, I've yet to see the fourth episode. I have it uh, DVR'd. I'm going to watch it this weekend. It's um, – Another new episode this Sunday. Yeah. I, I don't know. I – I'm finding it difficult to really get attached to any of the characters at this point because you kind of know what's going to happen to all of them. I, I agree, and it's I, – I, I like the I, – I originally was atta- you know attracted to the show because I liked the idea of this is before the apocalypse. Yeah, because yeah. like, that's never really explored in the comics. Right, because – yeah, it's not explored in the comics and on the show too. Rick was in the coma when all of it was going yeah. down, so you didn't see any of it. But um, Dumb dead open inside. Yes. <laughs> And then there you go. Um, <laughs> but I found myself oddly now when I watch this just wanting them to get to the apocalypse. Yeah. I'm like annoyed by the society <laughs> part of it that originally attracted me to it. I was like, okay, I want to see L.A. 
during the full-on apocalypse yeah. when society's falling apart. Yeah, it's just because that's where Walking Dead really excels as a television program as far as the tense situations the characters get into. Mm-hmm. And, like, none of that's really happening yet. Right. And, and and it's frustrating, I think, too, because originally that was one thing the um, the producers of the show were kind of pushing is that it'll be neat at some points so that you know more than the characters do about the apocalypse. I, I, that infuriates yeah, me. Yeah, it bothers me. Honestly. It bothers me, too, when it's... You know, for the eighth time, people have been shooting him in the chest, and you know, nothing. Why is happened. this working? And I'm like, it's because you shoot him in the head. We all know this. We all know this. Is that person dead? Maybe I should go really close and find out. Like, yeah. stop and stop. I get it, but part of me too almost just kind of wishes that they jump and just get to the apocalypse yeah. because I-, I like the idea of a different place. Because I think the thing that bothers me a little bit about The Walking Dead is I'm getting tired of like sweaty hot almost summer all the time georgia it's the setting yeah. for the walking dead so you know mind you la is sunny all the time increasingly grizzled looking but, rick yes <laughs> his beard just keeps growing and growing <laughs> um but you know so the different location is very fresh you know more of a metropolis bigger, yeah. i mean georgia is obviously huge as well but they're they've been away from georgia since almost like season two, two. um I mean, Atlanta, not Georgia. They're still in Georgia. Did I say Atlanta? I said it right, I think. Maybe. I don't know. We'll check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that in post. So, um, a- anyway. So, that's just my thoughts on it yet. I, I yeah. watch it, but I'm not hooked on it yet. I'm, I'm interested, I guess, to see exactly how it gets to where right. we know it's going to go. Right. I guess, if that makes sense. I agree. Um, but, right. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, movie news. M. Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong's new movie, The Visit, is apparently good, according to reviewers, but critics are, or no, other way around. Critics think it's good, but fans are like, no. It's at See, like 57 I, I on Rotten heard, um, I, I will reference this, my, my, one of my former roommates, uh, he, he's, he's been a dedicated, um, M. Night Shyamalan fan, uh, despite, you know, the, his fall if you will. His rise and fall. His rise and fall. Yeah. Um, and, and so he told me, he's like, you know, I honestly think it was great. He went and saw it. He likes it. Uh, he is a fan, so that might be a biased opinion, but <laughs> I'm interested in n- it. None of the trailers made it look like a movie that I want he, to watch. From what he told me, he said it was very unique because it's it's funny while also being terrifying. Okay. Like The Room? And like how Tommy <laughs> no, Wiseau I, is kind of like. I don't think it's you're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that. Like it's not so bad. It's funny. It's, right. It's just. It's there's funny elements right. while also being. So I, I don't know. It, so like, is it is it like campy? Like is it? I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, we'll this to, is all. We'll have to check it out. Conjecture. Maybe be... maybe we should do that and then talk about it. And talk like about when we actually what? qualified to talk right. about it. <laughs> On Monday we'll be like. All right, so we actually saw the show, the movie. I'm fine. I'm down. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro is still working on Pacific Rim, um, which too, yeah, which conflicts with Universal's account that production had been halted indefinitely on it. Yep. Which I don't want to happen. But I feel like that's happened a lot. I feel like uh, everything he touches Guillermo is always like. Yeah, no, we're we're doing Hellboy three, and then the studio will be like, no, we're not doing Hellboy three. Yeah, we're making Silent Hills. Oh, we're not <laughs> making Silent don't, Hills. Don't, don't print it. Still, <laughs> it's still too soon. It'll never not be too soon. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, I mean, I like what Pacific Rim did, and I like what its um like inspirations were, and how true it was to those. Mm-hmm. I didn't particularly like it as a film. But I liked that it exists, right. and I want there to be more. Right. Yeah. I I thought Pacific Rim was just it's it's something that you don't take too seriously. Yeah, I you guess. can't. You can't. And take then it you seriously. just watch it, and it's just it's fun. It's like it felt like watching the Power Rangers as a kid. Like yeah, you, no, I mean that look was... at it in general. The Power Rangers, love them to death. Rewatched them a couple of summers ago. Mm-hmm. That's a trip down memory lane yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
it, it, like you can't take it seriously, but it's just fun to watch, you know, a giant robot fight a giant monster. Yeah, but you can't really tell what's going on because of the lighting. So right. It's like, yeah. Oh. And it's like, okay, they're in the ocean. I think. For this time. It was great. Maybe. I think. Maybe. I just spent like two hours watching nothing. Like, what's happening? <laughs> but it's yeah. it's beautiful nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Brian Singer uh, announced via Instagram. Which is the best place to announce projects. It should apparently. be. Apparently. Um, said that his next film project after uh, X-Men Apocalypse, obviously he's working on that. Uh, right now, finishing that up, uh, will be a new big screen adaptation of Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested in that. I think it needs kind of more of a modern spin. I think it can be done well. With... I, I think if they don't, my problem would be is if they try take the Nautilus, which is the uh, submarine, yeah. in uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and they try to make it too futuristicy, that kind of well. stuff. The screenwriters, oh. um, Rick Sordelay and Dan Studning, are mm-hmm. the people who wrote Jack, Jack the Giant <laughs> Slayer. Which was... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Terrible. So... Um, so that might not <laughs> so You were excited best. and... Yeah, and then now I'm not. But my thing is, I think you have to kind of keep almost this borderline steampunk level yeah. kind of technology to it. I mean, you to can go places style-wise. with steampunk. Like yeah, there you are can. places you can go. Yeah, there are things you can do that people haven't really seen before, except in like yeah. comics or yeah. games. But I think if they if it's directed the right way, it'll be a really fun yeah movie. Uh, Brian Brian Singer he goes back and forth on whether yeah. he's directing yeah. something the right way. So we'll see how that goes. But that, I'm at least intrigued. Yeah, color me. At least intrigued. Intrigued. Cool. <laughs> um, Maze Runner to the Scorch Trials. Um, that comes out today, I think. Okay. I think yes. I put it in here because it came out today. It came out today. Hey, I wrote this docket at like 2 o'clock in the morning. So. <laughs> All right. So um, it's out today. It has Aiden Gillen, who is Littlefinger in the game of the Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in a lot of other stuff. but In the game of the Thrones. Game of the Thrones. Um. <laughs> He's Littlefinger. Everyone doesn't like Littlefinger. Right. I kind of like Littlefinger. You <laughs> there you go. Littlefinger. Littlefinger. We the movie. The well, movie. he's playing the same character in Scorch yeah. Trials. Like, literally the same character. Mm. Like, that kind of, like, snide, oh, I know what's going on, and you don't type of character oh. with a stupid twirly mustache. Uh, yeah. What definitely wasn't typecast for that. No, totally not <laughs> at all. Um... Moving on from that, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> there go, go see that movie. Michael Bay, everyone's favorite director. Who? Uh, Michael Bay. Who have you been talking I'm just to? Kidding. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's favorite director. That was sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> hasn't committed to directing Transformers Five. Good. Yet, which is good because if it's we're going to start for that movie, if we're going to continue on with Transformers, which I say we shouldn't. I say we kill I, it and make a new one. I yeah I would agree I would agree with the kill it idea and then wait a little bit and, and reboot then just it. Just do G one. Well, my problem is is I don't. Okay, besides most things in the Transformers movies, the thing that bothers me is I'm tired of what looks like a giant pile of metallic trash smashing into it's another pile of giant metallic, metallic trash. trash. That's riding on a giant pile of metallic trash shaped right. like a dinosaur. Right, like. <laughs> You can never tell anything that's going on in action yeah. se- sequences in the Transformers movies. It's impossible. You and can there's just a lot of like know. weird clicky noises and yeah. engines. Yeah. Also, let's just bring out the fact that we were teased a ton with the Dinobots in yeah. four. They're in the movie for like ten minutes. Yeah. It's very. It's very. And that sucks. Very brief. Grimlock is amazing. Grimlock is amazing, and he straight up had him in the trailer, and it was like, oh, yeah, in the actual movie, first off, it's going to be like three hours long. Yeah. And second off, there's Dinobots are barely in it. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But the Ant-Man writers are working on an animated prequel to the series. Okay. Um, which That's is, good. It's, yeah, that should be okay. Ant-Man was fun. Yeah, I really liked Ant-Man. I did really like Ant-Man. Um, like, a lot. Good. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. I kind of wish that Marvel would have treated Ant-Man more seriously because even in the advertisements, they treated Ant-Man like a joke. Yeah. And it was a good film. I thought it, it was, was great. It was really good. Especially, like, that fight part at the end. That, oh, like, yeah, that, that was, was neat. so cool. 
That was so cool with the um, you had a lot of yeah, shrinking yeah, yeah. and a lot of growing. And, and then the cure and yeah. 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 Um cool. and then writer Akvia Goldsman from mm-hmm. Batman and Robin is supposed to be <laughs> writing Transformers. Well, that's what you want to get. But I don't know we don't know who's directing it. But it's happening. Yeah. Whether so, we want it to or not, Transformers 5 is happening. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. So comics-wise this week, there wasn't um, really much. we talked a lot about it on the last show. So yeah. we're, uh, we're going to skim over comics this week. Sorry, anybody, if that's what you were Sorry. looking forward to on the second episode. The miscellany is but just in the miscellany one important is, story. It's huge. So, Britton, huge. I'm going to let you tackle this huge, <sighs> huge news for okay. everybody. Okay. All in right. In the great words of Samuel L. Jackson in Jurassic Park, hold on to your butts. Okay, well, I'm going to start this with a few questions. If you, um, Logan, want to be the voice of okay, the of audience the for a second. You know Taco Bell? See. Si. You know how most Taco Bells kind of look like they were made in the mid-'80s and then never... Yes, never yeah. updated. Yeah. yeah. You know how Taco Bell has not the best food, but it kind of passes, I guess, sometimes? Yeah, you know, it's always good at 2 in the morning. You know how they have cinnamon twists? Yeah, yeah. Well, they have those all Captain of, Crunch, yeah, berry bite yeah, things so now. So good. Anyway, I haven't tried one of those yet, but I want to. Try. They're really good. Um, those questions are almost completely irrelevant, except for like the first two. Okay. But um, Taco Bell Corporation has announced that Chicago and Fran- San Fran Francisco San Francisco <laughs> locations have applied for liquor licenses, Ooh. and they're gonna have. A Taco Bell cantina. My first immediate question to this, will they have a Baja Blast margarita? Yes. Yeah, and I is, saw the picture. That That's real? Yes. That just came from my heart, my hopes and dreams. Quote, these new restaurants are a critical part of our growth strategy in markets where people experience our brand differently. The t- this is the most important part of the mm-hmm. story. The Taco Bell cantinas will use eco-friendly LED lighting. And we'll have an open kitchen so you can see all the fun workers are having making your chalupa and digital menus like Applebee's from you to order from. I'm so excited. That's neat. Yeah, there's also a lot of new menu items like all the alcohol-related things at Baja Blast Margarita, nachos, chicken tenders. That's amazing. Chicken tenders? Chicken tenders. $5 for three with so three different sauces. So they're trying to almost reinvent them. Completely reinvent Taco Bell, which I'm totally down for. I'm all for it. It doesn't – I mean – is it the best quality food? No. No. But who doesn't love Taco Bell? Like, at least every once in a while. Yeah. Like, that's the place. My favorite, like, type of music is music that sounds like... It should it be played in Taco Bell? It should be played in a 80s-themed Taco Bell. Yes. In Florida. Specifically in Specifically the Florida. Specifically in Florida. Floridian the region. Floridian rainforests. Or the rainforests? Yeah. In? No. 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 I just, think that's it's just raining. Everglades. It's raining and swampy. And okay. really humid, Love but Taco Bell is glowing. Yep. And you go into that Taco Bell, and then they're playing some experimental vaporwave. And you're like, you know what? This yeah. this is what I needed. And then you're home. And you're like, oh, and by the way, here's a uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast oh, margarita. margarita. Love it. Yeah. Uh, as soon I think as soon as that starts to spread, because I don't see why it wouldn't. It, that needs the Taco Bell in Edinburgh. That better. that should be them. That they better should try and this. be the first in this region. They have to. I'm going to go there and then be like, hey, um, I don't know if you're on board with the Taco Bell Cantina idea that your company has pitched, but please get on that idea because I need it. Yes, we need it. All right. That's Uh, (laughs) that's kind of our big news. We had a lot of uh, rants here. That's that's probably the biggest thing. If you're not on board with the Taco Taco Bell Cantina, Cantina, then what are you on board with? What can you get behind? You can't get behind anything if you're not behind that. Uh, (laughs) Um, so there you go. Um, so as always, um, we are on Facebook. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash IWTO podcast and soundcloud.com slash it hyphen won't hyphen turn hyphen off. No hyphen after the off. No hyphen after the off. There's no other word. That would not work. But yep. Check those out. So, uh, give it a like. Um, we're going to put a bunch of stuff on there. I actually had an idea today, Britton. Um, maybe what? What's, what's that idea? idea? Yeah, what's that Facebook. Idea? I like the idea of we could potentially do a Fan Friday. A Fan Friday. And you, I was thinking what we could do is we could have listeners to our show ask us questions 
Um, okay. That we could answer on the show. Oh, I'm so totally I think, cool with that, yeah. So at least you guys have heard my idea here if it doesn't happen. No, you know what? Britain it's happening right now. So you know what? Like, if you have questions, yeah. send them to the Facebook. Yeah. Um, we'll put a post out there, too, to kind of show it there, uh, get yeah. the exposure there. But, yeah, if you have questions for us, and it can be anything from if you have questions about the show, why is the show it won't turn called it won't Slash turn Slash why does Britain hate the Walking Dead TV show Why so does much? Britain hate the Walking <laughs> Dead TV show? Or it could be st- ridiculous stuff, too. You know, if it's along the um, kind of nerdier lines of things, yeah. we'll tackle it. You know, if you want to say who would win in a fight, the Predator or Yoshi. Predator. I'll, t- I'll tag Predator. No, you don't know what Yoshi's predator. Of. It's Predator. He could swallow him and put him in it. A- okay, anyway, we're going to go there. <laughs> Uh, um, another time. Also, but that you kind may, of stuff. Yeah, you may We could also, do that on Fridays. Uh, uh, Fridays. 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 Um, we'll make a post for that. But you also may hear our sultry voices. Sultry C? Um, on WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio 88.9, based at Edinburgh University. Um, or on the TuneIn app mm-hmm. and Edinburgh Now, which is Edinburgh the Edinburghnow.com, which is the home of edinburgh university campus media and soon to be this podcast and soon to be this podcast yes yeah so check us out there please um and yeah thanks thanks for the tune in yeah listen to a couple of crazy cats rant have a a while fantastic weekend yes have a good one please for us for us drive safe don't talk to strangers look both ways unless those strangers look really cool then you can talk well Okay, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you might make a friend. Who knows? But just make sure you're safe when you're talking. Be safe. Be safe when you're trying to pull up. Yeah. <laughs> Look both ways when crossing the street to get that bike to across. All right. Everything you need for Edinburgh is at edinburghnow.com, including live streaming of our station. edinburghnow.com and WFSE, they just plain damn well go together. Supporters of WFSE include the Edinburgh Hotel Bar, serving a variety of lunch and dinner items every day from their location at 100 Meanville Street in downtown Edinburgh. Information is at 814-734-5103 or online at edinburghhotelbar.com. Hello, this is DJ Patrick Dewey. Join me for the best variety of rock music, as well as lots of information about what's going on in the music world and fun facts about rock. Saturdays at 2 p.m. on 88.9 WFSE. Fighting Scots Radio.